ATH fam, what's going on and welcome back to Beyond the Hardwood. And I know it's been a while, it's been a long while, but what better way to bring you guys up to speed for what's been going on in my life and my future plans for this platform than right here. So, <laughs> well, that kind of gives a little bit of a preview of what this episode will be about, but stay tuned as I talk about what's been going on and what's to come coming up next. I should say that it would have been almost two years since the next time I put out an episode of Beyond the Hardwood. I had no idea <laughs> that it, one, it would take me this long to kind of get back in the flow of putting something out. And two, I had no idea that it would be two years before I actually put something out again. That just kind of goes to show you that time flies because it does not feel like it's been two years since the last time I actually put out an episode. But, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to actually be sitting here and kind of talking again through the mic. It feels weird. You know, I had to kind of run through my little setup a little bit, you know, and kind of get things situated the way I did. You know, it took me a while, you know, to kind of get get back used to things or kind of get things back set up the way I had it before. You know, I mean, shoot, it's been two years almost two years, I should say, because I'm sitting here looking at my phone and looking at the last time I actually put out an episode, and it was June 16th, 2021, with Dream Dowling, who at the time was at North Texas, but now he's at Kansas State. Shout out my man, Rain, and what them boys did at K-State this year. But with that being said, you know, I was going into year two of being an assistant at Tusculum University. Shout out my man, JT Burton, things and the success that he's had over there. And like I said before, you know, it's funny how things present themselves that become priorities in order to help you continue to take the next steps, right? In your journey, whatever it may be. Well, for me, you know, before I could put the next piece to the puzzle, in my situation, right, before I could, you know, figure out what the next steps are, you know, I had to address some things within myself um, that had been affecting me, you know, for a long time. And um, I actually went to therapy, you know, leading up after that last episode, shortly after, I should say maybe about a month or so after I started going to therapy once a week to kind of address some issues or I should, maybe not even some issues, just kind of address some, you know, emotions and, you know, feelings that I had no really identity or idea of how to deal with growing up. Um, and I could kind of see those things kind of uh, affecting the relationships with people I had in my circle and just in my life during that time. So, what I did was, like I said, I, I did therapy once a week for about eight weeks and it helped me tremendously. You know, I was able to kind of cut some ties with some things and, and, and people that were in my life at that time that were great people. But maybe, you know, it just wasn't the right chapter for them to be where it was that I needed them to be uh, for me. 
you know, and, and I needed to focus a little bit on what it was that was going to be the next steps for me in my career, as well as, you know, me as a man, because, you know, I was getting a little bit older, you know, at that time, 2021, I would have been 28 going on 29. So almost 30, you know, still trying to figure out what a career in this profession looked like for me. Um, still trying to, you know, dig my way through what the next steps of this thing called college basketball looks like. Um, and, you know, I'm even still today, I'm still doing the same kind of thing. You know, I just kind of have a little bit more of a tunnel vision outlook on, on, on what it looks like for me now. But, you know, like I said, I did therapy for about eight weeks. And then shortly after, you know, we kind of got into the season. We had a really good year, man, that year. You know, won 19 games. Didn't make the NCAA tournament, unfortunately, like we did the year prior. But, you know, with that, we were able to, um, like I said, still have a lot of success, you know, have a lot of fun. And, you know, me, the most important thing for me is that, you know, I was able to mentor some of them guys, you know, as, like I said, either a, a big brother, you know, a uh, coach, you know, of course, um, whatever outlook they may have looked at me as, you know, I just always wanted to provide some type of insight outside of basketball for those guys, which, you know, come March, you know, season ends. And I kind of knew that that would be my last year at Tusculum, me and JT, my guy, you know, we, we both, you know, knew that that was going to kind of be that I'd be, you know, searching for another opportunity um, to see what the next steps would be for me in my career. During that time in March, at that moment, I was again in a relationship with my girl now, Aubrey West. She was, you know, at the time living in Dallas. She currently had previously lived in Orlando. And we actually went to Orlando for my birthday. One, because she had been in Dallas for a few months and I wanted us to be able to be in a place where she could be able to invite her friends to kind of come and have fun as well as I could have my boys be with me and we could all just kind of enjoy each other's company. Well, she thought it was pretty funny, I guess, to kind of surprise me that weekend with the fact that she was pregnant. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm like processing the fact that like, hold on, like I'm about to be a dad. It it took it probably about a smooth four months for it to process for me. Probably probably when we one went to the first sonogram and um two when we went to the uh or when I started seeing her start showing. I think that's when it kinda kicked in gear to me. That one, I was gonna be a dad. So Needless to say, all the things I kind of went to therapy about were in relation to me being a father, as well as the relationship I had with my father, right? My real father, I should say, Um, because I have a great relationship with my stepdad. You know, I consider him to be my dad. A lot of people don't even know that, you know, but I had to get a lot of that childhood trauma, feelings of abandonment, things of that nature dealt with before I feel like I could be a good father to my child. So, you know, moving forward, I was actually in New Orleans for the Final Four. And over the course of that time and leading up to, I say, probably actually like the beginning of May uh, or maybe maybe mid-April, you know, 
I kind of had an idea by the time of my birthday weekend where I was going to go next, which was Ranger College with uh, TJ Cox. Shout out my man TJ and his new opportunity. He just got at Northwestern State um, D1 as an assistant, man. I know y'all boys going to kill it, man. See, y'all boys going to do y'all thing. But, um, yeah, I actually committed to going down to Ranger with my guy TJ. And it kind of worked itself out, obviously, just from the standpoint of being with my mans. And two, I would be an hour and a half from Dallas where my old lady was and she was pregnant. You know, I, my original thought was I was going to actually just commute both ways almost every day, you know, and, and figure out the rest on the fly. Well, push comes to shove, you know, we go, me and her go to visit family probably about a month or so later I get a call from my former head coach Matthew Graves who I played for at South Alabama that there was an opportunity here at the University of Indianapolis where I'm at now so he calls me asking if I'm interested in the opportunity to go to Indiana to would I be open to going back up north because the last time I lived up north was when I was a child I lived in Grand Rapids Michigan uh as a kid and the one thing if anybody knows me i hate the snow and i hate the cold so it was not from a weather standpoint the most ideal situation but just from the basketball standpoint of things it was it was the best situation for me because i was going to be going into a place that was historically a really good basketball program um and here I am a year later in Indianapolis. We had a great year this year, 26-5 and five on the year. Finished top 10 in the nation. You know, it was in the top 10 for seven consecutive weeks. Uh, top 25 for almost 10 weeks consecutively. 18-game uh, win streak, you know, tying the most in school history. Number one seed in the NCAA tournament, you know, 2022-2023 regular season champions. You know, we got rings, you know, I mean, we, we had a lot of success this year as a program. And it actually put me in a position where it pushed me and put me in an uncomfortable scenario to have to learn, right, being in a new environment, learn a new coach, learn a new staff, learn a new team, and have new responsibilities, new roles. You know, you got to figure out a whole bunch of stuff, you know, figure out what you can do, what you can't do. You know, I had to learn how to be a chameleon. I say all that to say that it has truly been the best move for my career and for me as a man and and what it is I want to do in the long run as a coach and really even just as a person that wants to be successful and just be able to have a good relationship with all aspects of life and all walks of life. Right. So, you know, and, and kind of piggybacking and kind of going back to what's put me in a position mentally to really focus in on my craft is one my son you know I'm, I'm sitting here my son was born in December you know he's a Christmas baby and I can truly say as I sit here and I watch him on this baby monitor that he is the biggest blessing that I've ever had in my life and it's crazy man because you know we sit here and we just think about the relationships we have with our parents right no doubt in my mind that I have the best relationship with my stepdad, 
you know, as I, I say, he's my real father. You know, anybody that knows me know that I consider him to be my real dad. Like, when I, I talk about my father, I talk about him as my pops. Like, that's that's my guy, you know, that I love, man. Like, like he taught me the ropes. He taught me how to be a man, you know, and, and he's still very active in my life to this day. But there's always that underlying factor, as we all know. You know, anybody that knows me, like, I got a real father as well. And that relationship just was not what I could have imagined it would have been. And no matter what, (laughs) at the end of the day, you always are going to have that thought in the back of your head, no matter how many times you go to therapy. But, you know, the one thing I did learn i will say through therapy is how to forgive and to not hold a grudge for whatever the circumstances was for why we don't have our the the relationship we have today so you know every morning i wake up i look at my son with a different type of maybe and maybe i should say i look at him with a different type of love i don't know like it's weird because i wake up in the morning and I I don't know how to describe it. I look at him almost in awe, right? Like, I look at him like, damn, this is my little man. And then, you know, and then I sit there and I just kind of stare at him for a little while. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, there's no way, absolutely no way that he is going to feel the way that I felt growing up as a kid, right? So I sit there and then, you know, I get ready for work <laughs> and it's crazy. I used to actually anybody that knows me knows the situation with that situation. Right. So it's, it's nothing that I go really into and too in depth with. But like a lot of like I'm 31 now and I'm just now kind of figuring out how to surpass and forgive that situation like even to the point that like i would ignore calls during my 20s like in my 20s i would ignore calls if i knew it was him calling right or anybody with that side of the family just from the standpoint of like man like i like you guys haven't been present so why am i gonna be present and now i'm at a point now where like i've truly kind of started to learn how to forgive right i've truly started to learn how to love right I've learned how to communicate, you know, and a lot of that goes to my spouse, you know, Aubrey, you know, she's taught me how to love in different type of ways. Like, you know, she's taught me how to get in touch with my inner, inner emotions, like, you know, how to be okay with talking and not holding things in and, and being vocal about how I feel about certain things. Like, you know, she's taught me how to do that. Um, and it's essentially helped me with my relationship with other things in life, other people. Um, you know, so I say all that to say, because I originally planned for this to only be a five minute recap on what's been going on. But now I felt it was time, right? I felt it was time to come back. I feel like it was time to kind of get the brand and things like that back rolling the way I wanted it to roll. Like, yes, I'm a college coach. Yes, anybody that knows me knows that I'm going to put my full foot to the pedal. I want to win. And winning is one of the most important things that I want to do. But at the same time, like, 
lives that we're impacting on a daily basis is the most important thing. Like if as long as I impact at least one life, you know, I want to impact all 15 to 16 guys that we coach. But as long as I impact one life and teach and help somebody, I feel like I've done my my job. I've done my duty, you know. Same thing, you know, that I kind of see with my son. Like, if I'm able to teach him, show him the ropes, kind of show him what he can do, the things that he should avoid doing. Um, now, at the end of the day, he's going to make his own decisions as he gets older. But I'm going to do my part as his father, right, to put him in positions to where, one, I'm going to be there. I feel like that's most of, that's the main culprit is that he's going to see me actively there. Um, and I'm going to make sure that I'm there, but I'm going to be a very active person in his life. And growing up with the father figure, as we all know, is one of the most important things for men. One of the most important things for young men, especially as we continue to grow up in today's society with how things are. You know, we need that mentorship. We need that father figure role model in our lives, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so with all that being said, I'm going into year two here at U Wendy. Uh, my son is about to be five months and four days. We're currently in the process of trying to find a house. Um, and, and, and I truly feel like I'm in a position now, uh, a little bit more weight off my shoulders with what's next to come that, you know, I'm ready to get this thing back rolling. So. With that being said, you know, as I always said in my episodes, right, you know, I appreciate y'all taking time out to listen, right, kept listening to my story, listening to what's been going on in my life, and as my little man kind of works on talking in the background, back in the room, um, the one thing he's taught me is that life truly does go beyond the hardwood. So, with all that being said, welcome back, and let's get this thing back rolling.